Hi, it's Steve Rode, your Get Out of Debt Guy. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to learn more about money, credit, and debt, or you're one of the many good people out there with bad debt and you want it to go away. But stick with me. Together we can make that happen. Either way, I'm here for you, and I believe a better and more financially successful future is ahead. It can be within your grasp. I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you find this or any of my podcasts helpful, please take a moment and leave a review on the podcast platform you're listening on. Your feedback and opinion matter to me. And if I've done a good job, your review helps others to find the podcast as well. And while you're there leaving your review, don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Last piece of housekeeping. If you have a question or comment you'd like to hear on an upcoming podcast, you can leave me a voice message at getoutofdebt.org slash message. Or leave me a question for me to answer on my website by going to getoutofdebt.org slash question. Thank you so much for being a great listener, and I'm sending you a giant virtual hug in return. And now, on with the podcast. Hey, you're back with Steve Rode, myself, and Damon Day. Damon, hello. Hey, Steve. And this is another Get Out of Debt Guys show where we're talking about money, credit, debt, and apparently we've been talking a lot about student loans. Damon, you called this one correctly, so this is the victory lap for you. So what happened with student loans? The politicians punted. I was laughing this morning as I was walking in here to my office because what has happened with student loans goes, it's it's one of the bigger bipartisan screw-ups, right? Because initially student loans were put on hold by the Trump administration. Now the Biden administration has picked up the ball and punting, as you say, further down the road. This is the opposite of making a plan, making a financial plan, taking some sort of informed, educated decision. This truly is just punting this mess down the road. So do you have the facts there in front of you, Damon, about exactly what is happening with this new payment extension? If not, I have them. I'll do what facts I have, and then you can fill in the blanks. But okay, yeah, they the federal student loan forbearance for COVID is, instead of ending at the end of September, has now been extended through January 31st, 2022. So that's the no interest, no payment forbearance for some federal student loans, not all. Borrowers that have federal student loans need to always log in to your the servicer website and make sure your loans are actually on that federal forbearance. But they do say, Steve, that this is absolutely yeah. the last <laughs> extension. Don't cross this and line. What do you say? To, <laughs> what do you say to that, Steve? I call bullshit on that one because everyone before has been absolutely the last extension. And here's a little tricky thing about this. As you alluded, not every loan is covered. So we know that private loans aren't covered by this. You got to keep making those private student loan payments. But if you have a federal family education loan, sure sounds like a federal loan, but they're not covered by this. So you've still got to make payments. Are you saying federal family education loan? FFEL. Is not technically a federal loan? It is not. Is that not technically a federal loan? It is. They are owned by private lenders. It is one of the messes 
created uh, many years ago because it was discontinued in 2010, that loan program. But here's the advice. But Steve, it says federal in the name. So yeah. how is it not a federal loan? <laughs> hey, when you're making up your own rules, you can do whatever you want. But here is some advice that Mark Kantrowitz has offered. He said, what you should do is uh, default with your FFEL loans, and then then you'll be made eligible for a pause on payments and interest. That's That sounds like a bad strategy. Huh? <laughs> I don't want to Monday morning quarterback the guy without a better understanding of how he got to that conclusion. But And again, you can convert your FFEL loan to a direct loan, and then you'll be eligible. Now, don't everybody rush out and do that because there are times you would not want to convert it if you've, for instance, you've 10 years already banked on IBR or something like that. You don't want to consolidate and start that process all over. But there are other ways to do it rather than defaulting. Yeah, that's never a good idea. Now, one of the side effects of this new pause on payments is that even though there's a forbearance, there is no payment due, interest is not being charged right now on these loans, and eligible loans are enrolled automatically, if you're on something like a public service loan forgiveness program, where hopefully that'll get solved some point in the future, all these 23 months of payments on pause still count towards forgiveness. So if you had to make 120 payments, essentially the government's giving you 23 months of a bonus towards getting those loans forgiven. Maybe. Yeah. That I don't is know a, how it's going to play out. If anything ever gets forgiven, we've talked about that before. And then once Fed Loan Servicing goes down the river, who who knows what's going to happen with all this stuff and how the tracking yeah. and it's a mess. Yeah, so Fed Loan Servicing is uh, giving up on servicing student loans along with, was it Granite State Management? Anyway, it's about 10 yes. million student loans, and those are all going to have to be transitioned by the end of the year. At least they didn't make everything coincide with the same date, so that's good. On There's a bit of good news, too. So apparently the current administration is going to use this extra six months of forbearance to get their shit together and try <laughs> yeah. to figure out how to fix student loans. They're working on it. That's all I can say. They're working on it. But I don't know if you've heard about yeah, this. This is a new proposal by Marco Rubio, right? Republican and con student loans with no interest payments proposed by Marco Rubio. This is the Loan Act, the Leveraging Opportunities for Americans Now. Have you heard about this? Actually, 30 seconds before we went on, I saw the link to the article. Okay. Well, let me tell you about this. So, Rubio introduced the Loan Act originally in 2019 to help student loan borrowers who are burdened with student loan debt pay off their loans faster. All right. And the act would apply to federal student loans. It would eliminate interest on federal student loans. That sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? Eliminate all the interest sounds on like federal it. Instead of charging interest, <laughs> devil's always in the details, there would be a one-time non-compounding origination fee that student loan borrowers will pay over the life of their loans. So okay. what, how much do you think that fee is proposed to be? You've got to figure typically the interest is going to almost double and sometimes more than doubles the actual principal on these 20, 25 year loans. So I would say it would be great if it was, I don't know, 20% over the life of the loan. Am I close, Bob? <laughs> so while there's no interest being charged, undergrad loans 20% of the principal is the fee, 
Yes, I did not even read that. Nailed it. <laughs> For graduate student loans and parent plus student loans, it's 35% of the uh, loan amount. Hey, you got to pay to play. And the payments would be calculated by putting all student loan borrowers into the income-based repayment plan, and they would pay 10% of their adjusted gross income in excess of 150% of the federal poverty line. What do you think about that number? It, it's essentially better than, or it's, it's just like the repay right now, which is roughly 10% of the gross income. So it's, a, it's basically the same kind of a payment. And again, I, I'm just hearing about this for the first time, but it sounds like what he's proposing is you have a fixed number, the interest is not compounding, which is good news, and then your payment will be no more than you know, 10% of your gross income until that is paid off, whether that's 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, depending on what your income level is. Yeah, it'd be correct? interesting to see if they're counting family income or borrower income. That's a little quirk that we have to deal with. But you can't have a clean program. So here's the other thing. If you're making less than $45,000 a year, they can deduct up to 15 percentage points off the origination fee. Between 45 and 95,000 would be 10% off, 10 points off, and greater than $95,000 income up to 5 percentage points off the origination fee. But so they're they're just keeping guys like you and me in business, <laughs> trying to make it as complicated as possible. I understand the sentiment there, but so now are we getting back to, so it's going to be like a, a repay type program where you, you've got to give them your income every year and get it certified. And this is what, because how does that work? What if you graduate and you're making 40,000 a year, but two years later and you're making 60,000 a year. So does then your, do they add back part of that origination fee that they took off? Cause you're only making 40. No clue. I have no clue. But also, if you're making less than 150% of the federal property line, you would uh, not make any payments on your student loan. And there's no guidance here. Do those months count? Does it matter at all? But the one well, thing that we know... Like, it's it's kind of how it is. That's how it is now. If yeah. you're making that little, then your payments are zero towards PSLF. Not PSLF, you wouldn't be working. PSLF or IBR or repay. Here's one thing I can say with certainty, is that if you have any federal student loan, do not refinance them into a private student loan right now. We need to wait to get some more clarity, especially if you're in a federal student loan and you're getting credit for all this forbearance towards hopefully the program will get straightened out. You'll get your loans forgiven, but it's, it's better than, I don't know. That's my opinion. Sure, you could get into a private student loan and maybe you could default on them and settle them in the future. I don't like uncertainty that much. Oh, yeah. I, I agree 100% with you that it, with everything that may or may not be happening in federal loans, now would not be the time to try to convert a federal loan into a private loan, even if the interest rate is lower. I actually had a consult with a client, I think last week, about that. And we came away from that with, there's no crystal ball, but the best thing to do, at least for the short term, is to wait and see because any potential interest rate savings you might, you know, interest that you might save in the long run wouldn't be worth it if we converted those. And then six months from now, we find out they could have gotten 50,000 in forgiveness on that loan right. or something like that. Who knows what's going to come out? They weren't going to save 50,000 going from whatever, a 6% rate to a 4% rate or whatever. It is. I know you got a client consult coming up. You got to get on the phone with them. So let's end the get out of debt guy show at this point. 
and I'll let you get on with what you have to do. And I'll go back to reading more about student loans, apparently. Yeah. And big takeaways. If you have federal loans, make sure you, you check your uh, servicer website at least once a month. Make sure they get extended. Make sure they're not the, the famous federal family education loans that are not actual federal loans. So make sure those are on forbearance. And, and the good news for you is you've got an extra six months now before you have to start making payments on those. So as the administration says, get your shit together. And my last takeaway is since loans have been on pause for so long and you really haven't been paying attention to them, you should log in or talk to your student loan servicer and make sure if you've moved or you're planning to move or whatever, that they still have your current contact information so you don't miss any important updates or statements about your loans. All right. Hey, Captain. Hey, so Steve Rode, the get out of deck guy. You know that thing that you just listened to? Well, believe it or not, that was actually the Get Out of Debt Guy show. If you have a question that you'd like to ask about money, credit, or debt, just visit my site, getoutofdebt.org, getoutofdebt.org, and click on the Ask a Question link at the top of the site. I look forward to hearing from you.